Hello, adventurers. You have found Homebrew Heels, a Nat One Life podcast. I am one of your hosts, hostesses, Amanda. <laughs> My sister Sarah and I will be talking you through some of the Nat Ones we've rolled in the medical health areas of our life. We are not medical professionals by any means, although I personally have watched quite a bit of Grey's Anatomy. We will be sharing our experiences, how we're advocating for our health, what the experience is like in all its details, good and the gross, the cost of the adventure, and most importantly, how we are working to stay happy and motivated through it all. We have Paul Shelton, my husband, amazing man of my life, love of my life, um, joining us today to talk about your gut issues and or the impact of my gut issues on your life. Um, So thank you for joining us. And so we are calling this segment Loot the Booty. Loot the Booty. Yeah. Okay. So ultimately... Do you have any poop problems or gut issues? You know, compared to you and Amanda, uh, no. At least I don't think so. Um, Okay. You guys poop way differently than I do. Did you poop today? Yes. Okay. Do you consider yourself a normal pooper? Yeah. I would say normal, yes. Um, Sometimes it's every day. Sometimes it can go two or three days. Um. Sometimes it can be two days. Sometimes it can be three days. Um, most of the time, it's anywhere from, I would say, 24 to 36 hours. Maybe more frequent, depending on how much fast food I eat. <laughs> you had the Taco Bell diet that week? Yeah. Yeah. Fast food weeks? Mm-hmm. Every day. Yeah. Which Paul does like fast food, as we all do. But specifically because he did win an Xbox from Taco Bell. Yeah. I did, yeah. So, like, not this past year, but the year before, I won an Xbox. The Xbox One X. Yes. And it's so cool because when you turn it on, it makes a little Taco Bell ding sound. Mm -hmm. And I think of Taco Bell every time we turn it on. Yeah. So, when they were doing the new one, I was like, I'm going to eat there all the time. (laughs) I did. For, like, two weeks, I think I ate there, like, seven or eight times in two weeks before I was like, I can't do this anymore. Oh, Mm -hmm. man. Yeah. He was pooping a lot. Yeah, sometimes I went just to get a drink. That's your frequency. So what is your poop like? <laughs> so, like is it solid? so I've got a story. There was it was probably I don't know a year ago, maybe six months ago, six months to a year ago. You had asked me. I mean, no, it wasn't even me. that long ago. Three months maybe. No, it was a little yeah, because I showed it to her. I have a picture she, on my phone. You guys were talking about poop <laughs> and how. Um, what you're trying to consider what is a normal turd because you're right. like i don't poop like that so amanda asked me well you know next time you do just tell me so i was at, i think i was at work yeah i don't remember if i was at work or if i was at home but i got up and i went click and took a picture and sent her i instantly deleted it from my phone because i was like i don't even want to see that shit that's on her <laughs> Literally. phone now. um and she was cracking up but she was like that looked monstrous i don't know how and i'm like that's all the time that's that's, that's what I think a normal. <clears throat> I've seen my son when he doesn't flush. Yeah. Monstrous turds sometimes. Yeah. Even mm-hmm. when he was like four years old, you're like, that's it. That's an adult sized poop coming out of that kid. Um. So I feel like I have a normal 
I don't know, log, whatever you want to call it. Well, and so let's talk about, like, obviously then poop isn't it, but do you ever have any stomach issues or things like that? Or do you feel like that's pretty situational and so you feel like you have a pretty, it a depends pretty healthy on what I gut? Eat. I think I have a pretty healthy gut. I have kind of an iron gut, and we have stories about you know things I've eaten that don't affect me really. But mm-hmm. um, sometimes if I have too much sugar, yes, I'm Get going to have a poop. Um, sometimes if I eat too much candy, I used to buy like boxes of uh, one dollar candy boxes, like oh, movie sure. theater Dots ones. and stuff. I'd eat the whole box in a day. Yeah, my guts will really hurt after that. So much so that at night, if I'm trying to sleep, it like rips you awake. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, he's so oh, because like, you know the gas oh, pains are just like oh, the cramping. And my oh. butt, and I wake up oh, and I can't oh, sleep. I and then I have to go right. sit on the toilet for 30 minutes in the middle of the night yeah. until I explode. Yeah. That's very rare. And that only occurs when I overdo it on either a lot of sugar or a lot of uh, junk food. Yeah. Yeah. And food. really, that you don't do that very much anymore. No, I would I don't say. Like <laughs> right. Exactly. You're like, learn my lesson. That's too yeah. much sugar. Yeah. Um, my body doesn't like that. Yeah. But unless, like, really, I haven't. You haven't done that in a couple years, I don't it's think. It's been a while. It's been a while. Since, you know, before you were 40, when you were still in your 30s. I've probably had a couple times in the last year where yeah. I've eaten too much sugar <clears> like that in a day. Get yeah. a little high, and then it's like... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what happened? I got the munchies, and I, I ate, ate that you whole know, bag the whole bag of Snickers, and uh, now I got the shits. <laughs> so, but I feel like that's normal. Like, my, that's a normal but I know, response to But I know the feeling, because then my guts will start talking, <laughs> but what... I compare it to for you is your guts talk all the time. Yeah. Oh, that must be so bad. You have had a front row seat to my gut issues, obviously, but then also almost not a front row, but like, you know, third or fourth row seat to Sarah's, yeah. right? Yeah. There's been stuff that has happened with her here at our house in front of us yes. in the midst of dealing with all of this. So talk to us about that a little bit, because from a spouse's perspective of like, we've been together for a long time, almost two decades supporting each other through life yeah knowing we're just going to get older and things are going to get harder like what is it like for you to be with a person that's experiencing this or with a close family member that's i i can't i mean it's hard to go back in time and think what it was previously right compare um because here i am i'm 40 plus we have a kid who's going to graduate high school this year and i'm at a point where you're my you're you're mine and i am yours kind of thing mm-hmm. and i want to carry you through my entire life and to make sure you make it through that life we have to address your issues and we have to make sure you're healthy right you know <clears throat> uh, so it's very important to me um and so much so that sometimes i'm like maybe you shouldn't have that much coke maybe you shouldn't drink that much soda pop you know mm-hmm. you can have all the what was it you can have all the i hate i hated this what was it was you were you're on the SIBO diet of the was it raspberry it wasn't even raspberry broccoli or broccoli some rice shit. i don't know there were certain things it in the diet rice. it was something and i looked at him and i was like if you fucking say that Snap peas and carrots or something more time <laughs> yeah you can have all of the blah 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 you want i don't want to eat just blah 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 like, i'm right, hungry right. I'm eat hungry. the things you can eat Okay. And then oh, chin almonds. Oh, 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 I'm so full. Yes, this is the attitude. Yeah. It's important to me. It's important <clears throat> to me. But, you know. But that has to be hard, right? Yes. From From a mental health perspective, too. And we'll get to that in a minute. But, like, you see a person and you're like, are, like Brian does to you. Yeah. Are you sure you want to do that? Right. And you're like, yeah. 
that's why I made the decision to fucking heat it up and put it in my mouth. Right. That's why it's going towards my mouth. Right. Yes. And really all they're trying to do is be like, I'd really like you to not die early so that we could maybe spend our lives together. Uh, right. Yes. Like, I don't want to see you in pain or. Sick. Right. I understand the satisfaction of having. Oh, it's so delicious. It's like anytime we go out to eat, there are certain places we'll go. I love Olive Garden. We love Olive Garden. But as soon as we leave there, Amanda goes, you need to get home so fast. <laughs> yeah, that's you pretty need much to anywhere out. If you're not right. home in 15 minutes, we're going to have problems in this yeah. car. I'm yeah. going to shit my pants. And sometimes I feel that, too, and I go, I'm going to be right behind you in about 30 minutes. <laughs> Fried food, usually. Uh, yes, things All like oil. that. It, yeah. it, it's delicious, <laughs> but, you know, your body doesn't like it. It doesn't stay in you long enough for your body to really absorb any nutrients out of it. It goes right through you. Right. Um, yeah, I feel like, and I feel green. like maybe, I mean, I definitely have better gut for it because I do get all the nutrients out of my food. I feel. Well, I feel like you don't deal with as much the chronic fatigue as I deal with on a daily basis. Um, Sorry, I'm trying to get readjusted. Here. No, you're fine. And things like that. And uh, you and I have talked. I think that has a lot to do with the nutrient. Like, I'm not absorbing yes. nutrients. I'm I, just sitting here shitting all day long. Well, and do you eat, like, three meals a day? I only eat, like, two times a day. Maybe two and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I got to a point where I was, like, I felt like I was eating too much. Okay. I was kind of gluttonous. We all get and get that way, mm-hmm. right? Um, but then I stopped waking up and having a huge meal as soon as I wake up. I have a cup of coffee in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, I maybe have a snack or half a banana or Yogurt. just something small. Yeah. Yeah. Usually. Then you like two, three hours later, then I'm eating like a breakfast. Mm-hmm. And then I'll have a small snack throughout the day. And then I have like half a dinner. Like I made that big plate. I didn't yeah. even eat it all. I haven't really eaten all day, but I'm not really that hungry. I'm yeah. all right. Um, maybe my stomach has shrunken because I'm not overfeeding myself so much anymore well and really if you looked at the plate that you made that was a lot of food and realistically you only need like six ounces of protein well, which and is my right. body and you know what when i make plates like that my body goes you haven't really eaten all day paul my mind's saying put food on there put put a lot yeah, of your food. eyes are bigger than your stomach well i do the math in my head and i go i really haven't eaten that much today sure you know i had a bowl of cereal and then you try to make up and i that. had a couple snacks throughout the day yeah i'm probably pretty hungry apparently i wasn't um i do kind of watch what i eat and try not to overdo it with certain things that I know are going to make me have gut issues. Mm-hmm. Um, try not to eat too much fast food and try not to eat all the sugar. Mm-hmm. Too much coffee moves anybody, I think. One latte a day kind of rule. Because mm-hmm. milk doesn't impact you no. like it does me. Yeah. No, which is why when we met and we started <clears throat> our journey in life together... I was like, what do you mean you didn't grow up drinking milk? No, we did. We drank skim milk. Well, that's not. Brian's the same thing. That's oh not my God. milk. <laughs> that's like saying, like, I don't know. There's Coke, and then if you pour half a Coke in the glass and then fill the rest of it with water, that's Coke, too. <laughs> it's not Coke. It's not Coke. It's watered down. It doesn't taste anything the same. 2% yeah. whole milk. Not 2%. Uh, like 3 Three to four percent. That's what most people don't realize is that whole milk actually is only three to four percent fat. It's yeah. not like you're saving fifty percent fat. No, yeah, it's not like it goes from ten percent to two percent. Right. right. No, it's three like to two, three to two to one to, to none. Zero. And 
frankly, the fast word is delicious. You've totally converted me on the milk situation. Well, yeah. I shouldn't even drink butter. milk. And butter. You he did. Oh, my God. I was a diehard margarine. Yeah. Country I can't crock. believe it's not yeah. butter or country crock. And I'm like, that shit is so bad on. for you. You have no idea. Just just had butter. Yeah. So we finally, finally, that took some years. That was some years to get me there. But anyway, so um, so you shared a little bit about your gut. You, you sound like you have a pretty solid gut. You have a handle on what you can and can't mm-hmm. eat. You can pretty much eat what you want. I eat a hot dog off of. I eat that hot dog. dog. I eat that floor dog. Such a gross story. It's I don't. We don't have to get into that. Yeah, Sarah was here, and we've talked about this on the podcast, and she passed out in our house. I know that's what you were alluding to earlier. Yeah. So that's scary. What is that like for you as a person? So that you know what's happening. You've been through this with your. So the very first time this happened in my life with you was um, there was a couple times when you were pregnant with Katie that you. Yeah. Yes. And uh, I was not not prepared. Not because of stomach issues, but just because I I fainted. You fainted. You were overdoing it that day. You're eight months pregnant. Whatever. You know, Mm -hmm. hot shower. Lots of factors. It's uh, it's scary the first time it happens. You're like, what's going on? But then it becomes like a like a warning sign. You get to see certain things, like your color. You did. Are you feeling all right? Do you need to drink water? You want to go stand by the window? Let's go stand by the window. Um. It happened with her several times. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I haven't even been in the room. She fell in the shower that one time. You know, mm-hmm. um, it's frightening. From a spouse level, it's very frightening when you're present and you see that person, and something's going on, and you don't know what it is, but they're about to crash. What is it? Um, and if it's related to dehydration or or food or illness, it um, I don't know how else to describe it. It's just scary. That's my person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how do you Are work okay? through that? Because obviously well, I like, react... you can't control me well, 100%. So I'm well, going to go eat some stuff that I should Right. So how did you feel like, okay, so obviously she felt better. And like to an extent where she's functioning, she's not fainting constantly and mm-hmm. whatnot. So like, <laughs> so afterwards, like, and then she started eating however she started eating like well i try to you know your sister nobody can control her okay <laughs> she does what she wants you control um, me and much. you know i have you on a leash but you got a pretty long leash <laughs> okay and you can roam free for a while you can hit the whole kitchen if you want right if i run hard enough i just pull that leash right off <laughs> unless she crashes and then i go see see, yeah. see you got off the leash um i would rather she ate better things that don't upset her stomach. I know her gut flora is a major issue, and I know it can lead to much more dangerous things later in life. So talk about gut flora, because we haven't gotten to that in yeah. depth, and you've actually done some research on gut flora when so, I was So, and I was reading through. articles on it actually last night and this morning. Um, <clears throat> scientists say over half of the uh, gut bacteria, um, mm-hmm. they study people's samples and stuff. Um, there's bacteria... There's um, enzymes, there's other whatever things in there. Mm-hmm. Over half of human gut biomes and all this have not been identified. They don't know what it is. Oh, okay. They have absolutely no idea. How did it form? It doesn't exist anywhere else in nature as far as I know. Okay. It's only there. What does it do? What is it purpose? Nobody knows. But I do know if you take antibiotics for an extended period of time through your life, you wipe it and reset it. Yeah. Now, you're in the womb as a child um building that body yeah getting things passed down from your mother Mm -hmm. okay um then you become 
you know, an infant and you are getting nutrients through your, the nipple and the breast milk from your mother. Then you're introduced to food and your body starts to develop its own gut flora. Sure. Um, but then you turn, I don't know, eight, nine, ten years old. You've been on antibiotics for years. You wipe out all that oh, progress. That all that progress. That's human evolution. You've just killed that evolution of that gut. Yeah. And you're resetting it. You can't go back and introduce what you've already done. It seems like. Why doesn't that work, though? Because, like, you would think. And maybe you don't know. And for full disclosure, Paul is not a doctor. He's I am a not. Scientist. My, he's my done pers- a lot of work research because he's concerned about the people in his right. life. Antibiotics, everybody knows. Mm-hmm. It kills not just the bad bacteria. It kills good bacteria. Right. Too. It just kills the bacteria. Um, some are targeted. Mm-hmm. So they can target only certain, I guess. Types of bacteria. Types yeah. or, or areas of the body and things right. like that. Um, but I guess, you know, in the 80s and 90s, it was just amoxicillin for every damn kid. For extended working. periods of time. Drink this pink liquid. Take these pills. Bubble Drink gum. This pink liquid. We call it bubble gum medicine. Yeah. <laughs> um, my sister was on it quite a bit. Mm-hmm. I think she has issues. I haven't talked to her much about it. But I wasn't. I haven't taken a lot of antibiotics in my life. The only time I've taken antibiotics is when I've had strep throat. Mm-hmm. Like and a I had confirmed that. bacterial infection that you need antibiotics. Yes. Yeah. And the doctors were like, yep, you have strep. Take this. Um, <laughs> and I took pills for... Some was amoxicillin and whatever the uh, the one a little higher than that is. Mm-hmm. Um, I've taken an antibox maybe a dozen times in my life, though. What? Yeah, not a lot. So it doesn't last year. I know, right? <laughs> um, so I feel like I have just the much more robust gut flora than compared to you because you lost all your progress. It's like you lost mm-hmm. your save game. It's gone. you got to start over. You don't know what to do now. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Okay, so thank you for explaining that. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so you are seeing these things happen. You don't really know what to do. You obviously, and I think part of your anxiety, and we'll get to this in the mental health section that we're going to talk about next, but you research. Is that like a way to obviously inform yourself about what potentially could be going on, but is it also a way to like control your concern? It's to ease my mind sometimes. Yeah. Every time you go to the doctor and you get a new prognosis, new information they're giving you things, I don't even know what that is. What's the doctor? Can you explain that to me what it is? Mm-hmm. Then we go home and I look it up. Mm-hmm. Does any of that match? Patterns match? Symptoms match? Things match. Some of those have, have helped, I think. Um, when we went and you had the colonoscopy and the upper endoscopy, yeah. and they said, you know, <clears throat> your gut floor is off. No, they said the diverticulum, and then I got the the, the SIBO test. Yeah. Yes. And yes. Mm-hmm. And they're like, yeah. You so we looked into that. Bacterial overgrowth going Bacter- on. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> either some, either one overgrew everything else, or you killed almost all the good bacteria, and you end up with nothing but mediocre or bad bacteria. It's bad, and it overgrows, and it produces um, gas. And there's food. there's solutions for it, and we. But it's ironic because the solution. Is antibiotics. Right. The <laughs> they put you on antibiotics. They put you on antibiotics, reset you, and then they do a fecal transplant. No, that, okay, so that is an extreme, but yes. that was never offered to me. And I that know. wasn't offered Probably because they're like, huh, your insurance probably won't cover it. Right, I think. I, think, that, I yeah, feel like that's a That's probably issue. true. It potentially could be. Or I also think, isn't that like something that's fairly new, at least to the U.S.? 
I no, I would say within the last fifteen years. 15 ten years? ten to fifteen years. Okay. I know that it was on Grey's Anatomy in like season three or four. Oh, okay. And so I don't know what the success rates are for it. I right. I've only heard that so far, honestly. Yeah. I mean, additional research will need to be done. Yeah. But um, <clears throat> I've actually talked to uh, my mother-in-law, who knows people that have gone through that procedure. Really? Did it change your life? Yes. They said it, it's the most amazing thing and that they're doing amazing. Like, their stomach feels so much better. So we need to educate people on how to ask for this. Like, right. How do I go into my doctor and be like, can you put his shit in my gut? Because no. that sounds delicious. Right. <laughs> I'd like to eat like he does. And I'm like, I don't know if I'm ready for that kind of, like, situation yet. Right. Because that is only because of the whole stigma around poop. Right. Well, I think what I they, they do is a time-release type capsule. Um, that no. won't no. What do they do? They put a feeding tube down here. They actually put it all the way in. They, it's not just like they, in a capsule. They get them poop. Okay, they put a feeding tube all the way into your stomach. Okay, they sterilize it. So right. it's a medical procedure, people. Right. Like they sterilize it. You're they, not just getting they like boil raw it shit and put poop soup in you. They make up soup out of it and they pump it into your stomach. That I mean, you're literally yeah. eating cleansed shit. Right. Uh, and that's what's happening. And you're yeah. knocked out for it. You're not awake. I don't know. You're usually awake with a feeding tube. If you knew somebody was shoving a tube full of shit down your throat, you'd have to be Because asleep. it's just a little one. It goes in your nose. Oh, not like your... an endoscopy? No, no, no. No, not a, like, you're not. Oh, my understanding is that you're knocked out for it. I mean, you might be because of the psychological impact of it. If it's going so in your stomach, thing. it's right. definitely. I mean, I could totally be like, hey, baby. Do I smell like your shit? I'm not into the freaky shit. No, we're not doing that. Past that. <laughs> yes, but, but that's the that's where I'm at. Like mm-hmm. I don't know if I can get past that just quite yet. Like, mm-hmm. I, but what if it changed your life and you were asleep for it and you don't have to have right. any memory of it and you're like, but, you know. but I know I'm alive and you're like, I don't taste like shit in my mouth. Uh, all right. Mm-hmm. Maybe this will work. Make sure I brought a toothbrush to the Definitely. hospital. <clears throat> so Paul has been subtly bringing this up a lot, and I really think he wants me to go talk to a doctor about getting a poop transplant. I secretly wanted to suck my butthole. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. You want me to toss a salad? <laughs> yes. I don't think I'd get the same benefits from it. You pr- you I don't think you would. No, no. Um, but I really do think you're pushing me to like have go. I well, I have said it a couple times just because podcast, if it I works will. and it helps extend your life, you know, you know, you're supposed to outlive me statistically. Right. I'd hate for it to be the other way around. Yeah. You know, he keeps saying like things. I don't know if everybody picked up on this, but you know, how am I going to keep her around for the rest of my life? Right. How am I going to, that's what he kept You're saying. You're my companion and, and I am like, yours. What happens when you die? And right, I'm just exactly. like, shit. I didn't we're in sure this, to we're her. in this life together. Yeah. We've already planned how we're going to die. It's going to be sex related when we're like in our eighties. Yeah. Nineties. Yeah. So she'll like in the middle of orgasm on top, she is going to like stroke out yeah. and then she's going to suffocate me with her breast. Boobs. Post nut and also be like, oh, and then we're just gonna die like that. Right, no, That's it wasn't gonna, be, gonna be a stroke out. It was gonna be a broken hip. 
and then I could I fell forward and I couldn't lift myself oh up. Oh my god! And then you then I die there because I'm stuck there forever. Right. It had to be a quick death, you, like a stroke or something, or maybe a heart attack. Yeah, he doesn't something. want you to suffer. And then you sm- then I smother you with my boobs and you die. <laughs> Whatever. Oh my gosh. Okay. That's how we're going out. Death, yeah. My death sounds fabulous because it's like instant. Yours sounds painful as fuck because you're getting right? slowly suffocated. I could. It could be so good that you like almost go to sleep and you're like, and then you're like, and then you're like, quick, just a little, just a little, just a little. Just go to sleep, go to sleep. And then you're, and then uh, anyway, anyway, I need you here. Right. And so you need me to get healthy thing. to stay around. Yes. Yeah. I understand. That. And if you have to eat my shit to make that happen, then I say let's make it happen. Let's make it. And I'm gonna tell everybody she ate my shit. She's such a shit. She is full of shit. Literally. I'll literally I'll make so many shit jokes too. Be like, yeah. ugh, your breath smells like shit. <laughs> it smells like your shit. Your shit. <laughs> um, so is there anything else that you'd like to talk about regarding gut issues or poop? So gut issues I, again i can't speak to you guys but i can speak to myself watch what you eat don't eat all that greasy shit don't eat all that sugary shit drink plenty of water and uh, eat some fucking vegetables and you need to talk to your husband about that eat some fucking vegetables yeah. um something that changed our life in the poop world was mm. we we are big into poop humor in our house uh first it was poopery yes okay the poopery we tried it holy fuck it changed the game because the toilet wouldn't stink after when you were done spray that shit it fucking it creates works. an essential oil film that sits on the top of the water so when you drop your load your load breaks through the essential oil film and that's what the smell is and it actually the film traps the smell in the water so that make it oil and water not yes <laughs> yes then we got the squatty potties yeah that shit made a difference too having yep. that having your legs up a little bit like so you're trying to squat it it makes shit work better. It's actually how your body. It's more comfortable. Mm -hmm. You're not like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. You're not having to bend over. I don't know. It it helps. Mm -hmm. Then we got a bidet and Holy shit. That's amazing. That is amazing. There's a next level of cleanliness. Um, and I've talked to people, (laughs) I've talked to people outside of this house. I've talked to people at work. Paul loves his bidet. We brought up bidets and and then people look like, I feel like (laughs) other people will be like, Oh, you got a bidet. Like, yeah, you don't. Mm-hmm. No, like, I actually because I just look at them and I'm like, you. you got dirty buttholes. Everybody up in here, got dirty <laughs> All buttholes. You do is use I got a clean shit butthole. on your butthole yeah. around. Yeah. yeah, when you got like, when you got a runny nose, do you wipe it? <laughs> right, or do you like? Right. I don't know. No, I actually that. brought it up at work as well because during our like team talk, like, yeah, team huddle, and somebody brought it up. They're like talking about. They saw that Amazon had a bidet on there, and people. Okay, so your friend, your friend at work. Yeah, uh, in the huddle. Yeah. yeah, and uh, there was a couple people who were like, "Oh yeah, I have one. I have one." I'm like, you know, my sister has one, and they love it. Mm-hmm. And they're like, and everybody who has one is like, "Oh yeah, it is the most amazing thing." You'll never. You know back. what? It's like, I compare it to. Everybody had cell phones before Android phones and before Apple phones. Yeah. Then you knew somebody had a touchscreen phone when those first Apples and first Google phones were coming out. And you're like, is it really that much better? Then you got one and go, 
the fuck yeah it is. Yeah. Nobody has that old shit anymore. Nobody has those old ones. Yeah, right? So, um, like, it it changes it. It just changes it. It's cleaner. You feel better about it. Mm -hmm. Um, I remember trying to explain it to your middle sister, uh, your other sister, Melissa. Melissa. Um, And she was like, is it clean water? Is it dirty water? I'm like, I it's not dirty like she hello. thought the water was coming out of the bowl, the bowl <laughs> i'm like gross yeah. no like no yeah splash my piss all over my ass right, no right. that's not what's happening it's no from the water line yes it's clean, water. clean water it's fresh tap water it's gonna be a little cold right especially in the winter yeah. you know it's a little wake up in the morning well mom and dad have a heated one they do they yes. have them they have a we bought uh, it for them for christmas and i installed it and everything and theirs has two angles. It has a his and a hers. Yeah, for menstrual. Or, I'm sorry, it has a hers, and then it has a like. The everybody has a butthole. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. yes, and everybody and hers. Hit the butthole. Yeah. And your, I think your mom had left it on the. <laughs> yes. It's the front business time of the month, and your it's dad went and sat on it, and he goes, "Yeah, I got tapped in the nuts pretty hard." <laughs> It uh, like, yeah, the, the angle I was sitting ready for that one angle, and then it was lower, and it just like spewed me right there, right in his, right in his balls. Been there, been there, yeah. So, accessories to enhance your poop. Um, it just overall, it, to you. it's experience. I mean, yeah, everybody knows the difference between that shitty toilet paper at work and your nice toilet paper sure. at home, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. same thing with the bidet, you know, the clean feeling. Mm-hmm. And you know the not clean feeling. Yeah. You know, you know the squatty potty definitely helps. Yeah. And, and if it's stinky, really, spray that shit in the toilet. Really adult, but it also helps with your sexy time yeah. business because it's not like, oh man, I I pooped like two hours ago. I wonder if it's gonna be musty down there. Oh sure. Because, yeah. Oh yeah. You it's know, a, you just cleaned your bubble. It's, it's a freshen up. It's a complete freshen up. It's all good. It's like nice. It's like so. a mini shower for your butt. I was gonna say it feels like you just you actually washed yourself. Like yeah. you did. And you right. still use paper afterwards, you go dry it, you it off. off. Yeah. And then you're like, look how clean my butt is. And then you're good. <laughs> yep. Winning. Would would <laughs> wouldn't do wouldn't have the uh wouldn't go back to the old way. Obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. And uh any other comments about poop? Um no. <laughs> poop is funny. Or horrible if you're Sarah and I. Right. Not the funnest experience. Yeah. yeah. Or a lot of the people actually. Make sure you got a good bathroom fan. Yeah. We have a Bluetooth bathroom fan right now. It's That's very good. nice. Yeah. Um, it plays music. Well, thank you very much for joining us mm-hmm. and being willing to talk about your experience and how like great you poop. We're glad to hear it. Um, but that you also like want to and do research for those yeah. of us in your life that are impacted and you want to see us, you know, live. It's yeah. important to me. And not waste away Maybe into nothingness. Yeah. Thank you for listening. We hope that you enjoyed this episode of Pursuing Your Patronus and that it made you think a little bit about mental health and pursuing your own happiness and finding your ultimate Patronus. Make sure to stick with us here and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and all those social media sites. And if you're enjoying your Pursuing Your Patronus podcast with us, you may also want to think about checking out our Loot the Booty series and also where we nerd out on YouTube. Expecto Patronum! Nice.